0: You are listening to an Ounce, Season 2, Episode 9, Wiley Post. You are listening to an Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews, so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate. And it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Our story this time is a surprising one about a man who, in some ways, was a very unlikely hero. In November of 1898, William and May welcomed a son to their family. He was born surrounded by the cotton fields of Texas. By the time Wiley was five, his family had moved to Oklahoma. And as any boy raised in that part of the country, he had already begun to explore and play around his home and also learned how to do his share of the chores. In that part of the U.S., dirt tracks were the thoroughfares, and horses were much more common than cars. But things were rapidly changing. Oklahoma's oil fields and mechanized transport grew up around and with Wiley. Education had its place, but at that time it seemed that the measure of a man was more in the work he could get done. Wiley learned his three R's, readin', writin', and arithmetic, but didn't seem to have the disposition for formal learning. His teachers described him as an indifferent student. He made it through the sixth grade, but that's where things stopped as far as his schooling. Seemed Wiley, though a tough and determined boy, wasn't necessarily headed for greatness. It was 1913, and Wiley was at the county fair in Lawton, Oklahoma. He was 17. It was there that Wiley saw his first airplane, a Curtis Wright Pusher, Not much more than an engine, propeller, sticks, and canvas. But it flew. He heard the sound of the engine. He saw it defy gravity and lift itself into the air. And he was hooked. He wanted to fly. He was so inspired, he left home and went to the Sweeney Automobile and Aircraft School. But after seven months as a student, his indifference, or the need to make a living, brought him back home and back to work. Likely, his time was spent laboring on the farms or in the oil fields. The world moved on, and World War I began, and Wiley kept working and dreaming. As World War I continued, Wiley decided once again to take a shot at the dream that was ignited five years earlier at the county fair. He wanted to fly, so he joined the U.S. Army Aviation Service, but ended up in radio school. The war ended either because of the Spanish flu epidemic or the fighting, or both, before he completed his training. Back to the hard work of the oil fields and farms in Oklahoma he went. For Wiley, things didn't seem to be getting any better. He grew restless. He could see the world was racing forward, but he was stuck. And, either in desperation or stupidity, in 1921, he ventured into a life of crime. He committed an armed robbery, got caught, and ended up in the Oklahoma State Prison System. He was paroled in 1922 and was released with the commitment to never go in that direction again. Now, he was an ex-convict, not much of a resume builder for anyone who was going to make something of himself. In 1924, when he was about 26, a bit of hope began to creep in, Wiley finally began an aviation career. Of sorts. He wasn't flying an airplane, he was jumping out of it. Wiley landed a job as a parachutist for a flying circus called Burl Tibbs and his Texas Top-Notch Flyers. It was not steady work, and for Wiley there was still a need to work, so he was back to the oil fields. A few years later, in 1926, he experienced a critical setback. There was an accident, and Wiley lost his left eye. Well, that had to be it for the dream of flying. Well, at least that might have been the end for anyone else. But not Wiley Post. For him, things finally started to look up. In the months that followed, Wiley married May Lane and started a family. They soon welcomed a daughter, Winnie May. He became close friends with fellow Okie and well-known humorist, and superstar of the time, Will Rogers. And in 1930, Wiley Post bought his first airplane, with the money provided by a settlement from the accident where he lost his eye. He named it the Winnie Mae, after his little daughter. By then, Wiley is about 32 years old. Most men might have felt they had finally arrived with a wonderful little family, famous friends, and the ability to enjoy his dream of flying. Not Wiley. The indifferent student, with a felony criminal record and a missing eye, was just getting started. Within about a year... He flew around the world in eight days, shattering all previous records. They held a ticker tape parade in New York for him and his navigator. In 1933, he flew around the world again, solo. And in spite of the need to stop several times for repairs to the new technology of a gyroscope and autopilot, he made the trip in seven days. In 1934, he invented and tested the first aviation high-altitude pressure suit. The third version of this flight suit finally worked, and he took to the skies. He flew as high as 50,000 feet. Wiley's life was at great risk at those altitudes, as atmospheric pressure drops and the boiling point of water drops below 98.6 degrees. And as humans are mostly water, well, you get the picture. Wiley shattered all kinds of records and provided a plethora of vital information. Then in 1935. When he was 36, he died. On August 15, 1935, Wiley crashed taking off from a lagoon near Point Barrow, Alaska, with his friend Will Rogers at his side. The experimental aircraft, had a mechanical failure just after takeoff, flipped over and crashed into the shallow water of the lagoon. Both men were killed instantly, a quick and tragic end to two impactful lives. In five years, a middle-aged ex-con with one eye had an incredible impact on aviation. If you've ever ordered a package online, taken a trip on an airliner, or thought to enjoy the liberty afforded U.S. citizens by the military you have, you have the advances made by Wiley Post to thank. In a pressure suit he put together that looked like an old-fashioned deep-sea diver's rig, Wiley Post paved the way for aircraft such as the U-2, and the SR-71 spy planes, modern fighter aircraft, and in fact the now common aircraft which carry cargo and passengers all over the world rely on the results and pioneering efforts of Wiley Post. So here's the ounce. Work through your past and let it teach you. Don't allow handicaps to stop you. Don't watch the clock as your time will come when it comes and never sooner. Keep following your path, as you never know when or how perseverance and hard work will pay off. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, a multi-layered story originally written by Napoleon Hill about the importance of perseverance and how a man who gave up just inches from success turned that experience into a motivation that helped him achieve success in a new endeavor you'll want to listen to this one. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom, an ounce at a time. I want to fly. Nope. Dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at Symbol. symbol an ounce podcast.